Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag with Sports Insanity Podcast host here, Bill Murphy. How are you doing tonight? Hey, what's going on, folks? How we doing? We're doing, I'm doing great, and then glad, Bill, you're doing well, good as well. Tonight's topic here on Mixed Bag is going to be underrated TV shows. Yeah, um, if you have been Go hanging ahead. with us for the last... Um, if you've been hanging with us for the last couple of weeks, you've um, noticed like two weeks ago, we did TV shows that we thought were overrated. Yep. Today we're think today we're doing TV shows that we think are underrated. And um, this is a bit of a hard list, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, also, you know, like last week we did overrated movies that was fun. A lot of a lot of relationships were tested though last week. Oh yeah, it was pretty crazy. A lot of relationships were tested. Um and next week we're gonna be doing underrated movies. Oh yeah, cannot wait. And yeah, I just want to say a few things. One, okay, I think this I only have a couple. Like this was actually harder than the overrated stuff. Cause I was actually talking to Justin today. Um, tell me if you agree or disagree with that underrated stuff is underrated TV shows is actually harder than overrated shows. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, Bill, why don't you explain overrated and underrated and we could go from there. Okay. And you know what? And you know what, what I've been saying the past two weeks overrated doesn't necessarily think we, doesn't necessarily think it we think it's bad mm-hmm. overrated means we just think maybe those tv shows and those movies get a little too much praise than they deserve it doesn't always genuinely mean we dislike said movie or tv show well okay some we did mm-hmm. just watch with jt last week oh boy he got he got fried on a few things oh god you got to bring that up again Yes, I did. If you want to, guys, go back and watch that last week. And then, um, yeah, so underrated, you know, it's weird because I think overrated has a negative connotation, but I think underrated kind of has a more positive connotation. I mean, overrated, I mean, I typically, this kind of goes along with with you with what you just said. Overrated is kind of like um, easier to come up with stuff, but underrated is definitely a harder one to come by, so... Because, you know, you're going to be thinking about shows that only three people in Arkansas know. Yeah, literally. Um, no offense to the great state of Arkansas. Um, no, of course. But, um, yeah, it, this was – I we only have a couple. This isn't going to be like we've had – like, we really want to get Dan back because he had a whole list, but he couldn't make it tonight, unfortunately. Um, but – yeah, like we're only it's not gonna be like last week, but it was like what three hours? Yeah, so you know yeah, and, and and today it's just the two of us. Just we the can two make of it us. if we try. It's the two of us. Yeah, you I and I. Yeah, because yeah, this is our first time we've had sh- uh, doing a show, just the two of us since March 10th. Yeah, we haven't done I mean, like I said, we haven't done uh, we we've had so many guests on the show; it's been insane. So, hey, that's a good thing. I don't see why not, you know. So, um, 
because today, um, you know, some of the people who we wanted to have on, um, they just couldn't make it. They just couldn't make it. Yeah. Or so. they just weren't interested. And don't worry, folks, if you were getting used to the to the folks we've had on the past couple of weeks, maybe some of them will be back next week. I think. Hopefully we'll, they'll be back next, next week. week. Next week we have a full star-studded panel. Hopefully, hopefully next week we'll have them back. Um, so I today you gotta have you gotta listen to just me and JT talk. So sorry guys. Yes. Um, it's okay, everyone. It's all good. We are just uh, okay, uh, and we're all good. Um, Bill, why don't you start, well, listen? Why don't we do it this way today? Why don't you go first and you listen? Because we literally could only come up with two or three examples. I could only come up with like three or four, and okay. Yeah. My so. first one is, okay, when we had Dan on and we were talking about overrated shows, uh-huh. one of the things that came up was, of course, Family Guy. Oh, yeah. But now, today, I'm going to be talking about Seth MacFarlane's other animated show, American Dad. I thought you would say that. I think American Dad is grossly underrated. I, I mean, I, I can't judge. I've never seen any of the Seth MacFarlane shows, but I can definitely see your point, though, because no one really talks about that one. Because when people think of Seth MacFarlane in animation, they usually think of a family guy. Like, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think American Dad's even on Fox anymore because, you know, family guy and plus the other freaking animated shows that Fox put out because... They're probably like, please watch. Okay, yes, we know the Simpsons and Family Guy is getting stale. Please watch something. Anything. Anything. Please. Um. Oh, boy. Yeah, because I, I remember. Um, I remember Um, Fox has this Sunday night block of animated shows that they would call it animation domination. They have the Simpsons, Family Guy. American Dad, another show which I'll bring up a little later. Um, but yeah, I think American Dad is just, for those of you who haven't seen the show, um, Stan mm. Smith is a CIA agent. Okay. He lives at, hey, Heidi White, White and Better? Yes, that is uh, some people are in the chat board, Bill. Hey, Heidi. Um, okay. Um, he, who lives with his family in a town called Langley Falls, Virginia, lives with his wife, Francine, his two kids, Haley, his daughter, Haley, and his son, Steve. And, you know, stands like the traditional American conservative Christian. His daughter is a total, his wife's like the housewife. His daughter's like the hippie liberal. I'm not trying to get political here, just telling you what's going on. Right. And the son, Steve, is like a nerd. And also, two of what I think is the best characters in the show. They're talking goldfish, Klaus. <laughs> now, I'm just, guys, I am not... I am not on drugs, I swear. That's real. Oh, boy. <laughs> Even though it just became legal in New York, doesn't mean I've been doing it. Um, But... Yeah, who was actually a German skier. They died and they put his brain into a fish. It's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and I was like, my favorite character on the show, Roger, the alien. Mm-hmm. And I think what the, it is is because, you know, the the alien living with the family, I think it's just, it's been done in other TV shows. It really has. But I don't know. They just make it so unique. Like, I just love how he has, like, a different disguise every time he goes out. He has, like, an alter ego. It's actually, it's just, it's just like, and he gets into just these weird situations, which is that person, he's like that person you want to go hang out with on a Friday or Saturday night <laughs> and get into all these, like, shenanigans with. He's just an absolute blast. Um, and Klaus, the fish with the German accent, it is absolutely, I can't say some of these jokes because they're a little. Um, it's all right. We got you. <laughs> yeah. But one, Roger, he had this alter ego um, called Ricky Spanish, who was like a total prick. And he's like, and they're like, because it's Ricky Spanish, Steve. Well, who's Ricky Spanish? The worst persona I ever came up with. Ricky Spanish. <laughs> but yeah, and also um, Stan I love because he's that, you know, that he was actually based off of Archie Bunker from All in the Family, I heard. Um, and, and, you know, he is that, you know, closed-minded conservative. I'm not saying that all conservatives are closed-minded, but I'm just saying that's how they're depicting him. Um. And another thing I like about the show is, you know, they portray Stan as like super conservative and his daughter Haley is like super liberal. But what I like is that they sort of, they provide a nice balance. Mm -hmm. They don't try to take one side or the other. They don't try to take one, they're not saying Stan's right or Haley's right. They're just trying to keep it. Because I watched a commentary thing and they said, um, and they said, you know, we 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 want to keep a balance or else it's going to look like we're just doing liberal propaganda. Their words, not mine. Yep. And so we wanted to maintain a balance and showing that both of them can be at their worst. But um, yeah, I think this and Steve is like just the typical nerd. But it is like, it, and he gets into all these shenanigans with his friends. And Roger. <laughs> um, but it's like, I'll be honest, Steve's entertaining, but I think like the stuff he gets into is kind of like the least entertaining of the show sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's bad. It's just, you know, compared to the other things that are going on. But yeah, I think. American Dad is grossly underrated. It always gets overshadowed by its big brother, Family Guy. And because it's like the weirdest thing. It's like, I used to be a big Family Guy fan. I still am. The early shows, the early seasons. Mm -hmm. Not now that it's crap. Um, But, and American Dad, it was just there. You know what I mean? It was just there. It's not good. It's not bad. It was just there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's like when Family Guy started getting bad, mm-hmm. I started watching American Dad. 
I was still watching Family Guy, but it's like, it's so funny. I feel like in my opinion, Family Guy got worse, American Dad got better. Family Guy got worse, but American Dad got better. So yeah, I think American Dad is grossly underrated. Okay, my next one, we're gonna stay in animation for now. I got two other non-animated shows. We'll get to those sure. in a second. Um, the next one, and this was also another animated show that used to be on Fox. It's called King of the Hill. Why have I heard of that? Oh, you've never heard of it? No, I, I have. I, I have. I'm trying to think what it was on Fox. You said, it, yeah, it was on Fox. Is it? It's not the Cleveland show. It's the other one I'm thinking of. Um, no, this has nothing to do with Seth MacFarlane. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's my bad. It was created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, the same team who brought us Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Um, yeah, the same team that brought us Beavis and Butthead. Um. It's the show about a Hank Hill who sells propane and propane accessories. I have heard of this. You're right. Here, hold on. Here, go ahead. Um, if you want to share, go ahead. Hold on. Who sells propane and prop? Oh, what you want me to pictures? Yeah, if you want to pull it up, go ahead. I'm the host now, folks. JT, you're <laughs> out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am no longer the host, but Bill's going to show you guys what he's talking about. So, so we have an idea of what's going on. I'm still monitoring the chat board here. Keep chatting. So, yeah, you said you said King of the Hill, correct? King of the Hill. Where's the share screen? This is really hard. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm on Google right now. Yes, I know what you're talking about now. I kind of look like him right now, actually, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but anyway, Hank lives with his... um. You know, he lives in Texas with his wife, Peggy, and their son, Bobby. Yeah. And, um, you know, with his friends, that's, that's Hank. I look like that, Hank right now. <laughs> that's Dale, his friend who's, like, into, like, conspiracy theories and thinks aliens are, it's hilarious. And there's a running joke in the show that he has a son that doesn't look like him. Oh, my God. Because um, his wife, Nancy, went to this Indian guy, Native American guy, John Redcorn, for a massage. <laughs> and basically his son is basically not his son. It's basically John Redcorn's son. And it's like a running joke in the series. And it never gets you know. It never gets... Like you as the audience know, but the, and maybe this is good that throughout the series, they never go, Dale, uh, Joseph's not your son. He's actually John Redcorn's. Um, they never reveal it to Dale that Joseph's not his son, which I think is good because we as the audience already know and we don't need more exposition. But on the other hand, you're thinking, gee, I would love to see his reaction. Yeah. Then you got, um, Boomhauer, who talks in like random nonsense. I really look like Hank Hill right now. You kind of do. That's a little scary if you guys think about it. I really, for those of you who are in the chat board and watching this live or on rerun, uh, I really look like Hank Hill right now, which is a little weird that you chose this show. Just saying. <laughs> I chose this show for you. I chose it because you look like Hank Hill right now, JT. 
I am Hank Hill. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then you got Bill, who is um, yeah, Bill. Bill, <laughs> who is his um neighbor, who is a army barber, and he's alone, and he's single because his wife slept around on him. Oh my god. And I'll be honest, he is like one of the most depressing characters in the show, but sometimes it's funny. Not not that I'm making fun of depression. I understand depression is a very serious condition. And if you are experiencing it, please go get help. Yep, get help. And treatment. But they kind of play it more for laughs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there is... Like they do have scenes when Bill is attempting to... When Bill is attempting to... um, Ooh you know yeah (laughs) so do something uh, well he's attempting to i'm not gonna say because i don't want to get you demonetized um oh my god we're not even monetized yet (laughs) okay you know what i'll just say to that he had that he plans to off himself okay 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 like you know like yeah but the rest of the show they play it as your standard suburban comedy like Hank's wife, Peggy, is the typical suburban wife who thinks she deserves better. You have all these, you know, like I would say, because compared to, because I think why I think this show is so great and clever is because like some of the the storylines are great. Like, you know, some of it, it's just basic things, but it's also... But they just like, I think the thing is, it's like when you get shows like the fam, like Family Guy and The Simpsons. Yeah. That rely on like, well, mo- mostly Family Guy. Yes, Seth MacFarlane, I'm praising you and picking on you all at once. Um, right. Um, but the thing is, is because I think Family Guy kind of focuses itself more on like gross out humor more on like gross out humor and yeah i mean yeah we got (laughs) you well king of the hill i think it's more subtle Mm -hmm. but you know it shows that it doesn't need those gross out humor and sex jokes to actually be a good show yeah because i think it was successful for a bit but it never really caught on like the simpsons or family guy did no i mean yeah that's true Oh, no, I think no, I think King of the Hill was before Family Guy, though. I, I could be wrong. But, but yeah. But yeah, it, it ran though for a, how many seasons did it run? Um, oh, it's over. I I thought it was still on. No, it's over. Oh. It it ran for about thirteen seasons. It's a lot of seasons. And you know, another thing that I like, they have this um Laotian neighbor who is Asian who doesn't who at first doesn't like Hank and the gang. He calls him dumb. He calls them rednecks. And Hank's son Bobby has a has kind of a has kind of a crush on his daughter. They're like in an on and off relationship, but it's like the it's not like the actual it's like the 12, 13 year old type thing. But but you know, it's kind of funny how the Laotian neighbor actually respects Hank. I actually find that kind of funny and interesting. Um 
But another character I want to talk about is Bobby Hank's son, because he is basically the not good at sports, not even that good looking, but has a great self-esteem. He's wants to be a comedian. He's like the short, chubby kid who always make who's always making you laugh. But like, you know, that trope has been done to freaking death. That trope has been done to freaking death. But just want to give a shout out to Matt Hemsley, who is Matt Hemsley! He is in the chat board as we speak. Matt Hemsley, our dear friend, is here. Like, um, he was here last week with us. Um, but hopefully, Matt, you'll be here with us next week. I, I know you said you weren't too interested in coming tonight. But, hey, we hope you, you'll be here next week if you can. If you can, great. If you can't, no hard feelings. Super packed panel next week. going to be great. Uh, <laughs> See how it is. Um, anyway, um, yeah. That's so, I think. Um, can you hear me now? Yes, go go go. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You're good, Bill. You're good. Sorry about that. Okay. Because I think the thing is, it's it's like again, this show has been overlooked by The Simpsons and Family Guy. But um, yeah, I think this show needs some more respect. It needs some more respect. It's some love. So that's why I really like King of the Hill. Okay, my next one. JT, yes. I'm going to bet money that you have never heard of this show. Can't wait to not hear of it. <laughs> and I'm going to probably bet that 85% of our audience has never heard of this show. Let's go. <laughs> Um, okay, about 95%. Okay. There was a show. It was on HBO. It's called The Newsroom. Nope. <laughs> Told you. Wow, you're good. Told you, folks. Okay, The Newsroom. It ran on HBO for three seasons. Um, it... It was created by, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, JT, Aaron Sorkin. I've heard of Sorkin, yeah. Aaron Sorkin, the same gentleman who brought us the West Wing. Ah, uh, that's a good, I, I, you know, I'm putting that on my list. Thanks for mentioning that. And we'll talk about that when we get there. Because I go. love West Wing. Um, Great show. Aaron Sorkin, and he also directed The Social Network. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know you're not the biggest fan of that movie, but um, oh, the Social Network. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. And um, also directed his new movie, which got nominated for Best Picture, but didn't. But he didn't get nominated for Best Director, and that is movie Trial of the Chicago Seven. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Not sponsored. <laughs> what was Just that? in anyways. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I I am really a big fan of Aaron Sorkin. Um. Trial the Chicago, um, trial seven, um, the newsroom. Mm. Um, it's about um a news anchor named Will McAvoy. He's played by Jeff Daniels. Um, the the very first pilot, and you've probably seen this clip viral. Yeah. Um, he's on a panel in Northwestern University. Okay. He's at a panel in Northwestern University with a bunch of other journalists. And this one college girl 
says, I would like to ask you guys in one in in one question, can you just in one sentence, can you describe why is America the greatest country on earth? And the two others give their answers and then they go to Will. And he's giving like first just bullshit answers. And then and then he said, and then they ask him, I want a human moment for you. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Why is America the greatest country? He goes, it's not. Wow. But it's not. You know, you're joking, right? He goes, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. It's not the greatest country on earth. And then he goes on this rant about why it isn't. And then he gets in trouble for it. And things at the news network, things at the news network get a little twisted um they bring in his ex-girlfriend to be his new producer so there's mm-hmm. tension there um but um what i actually do like is they show what's it like working in a newsroom especially during events like they showed one during the um during the tucson shooting in 2011 i think that was in yeah 2011 yep and um you know they show they um, pictures for you they show like what's going on there like um and also the um the the thing that show and also i think like one of my favorite episodes is i i have two in there from the first season but um one of them is like actually during the Tucson shoot-in because Will recently got in a little bit of a celebrity trouble because he went on a few dates and the and one of the girls went to the tabloids and saying how horrible the date was. Mm. And Mackenzie, his, um, his ex-girlfriend, now has a new boyfriend. And right. he's upset about that. And they're arguing about it. And then they get a word that the Tucson shooting happened and they got to like, just like, and the Coldplay song fix you is on. Ooh, good song. Is being played. And what I like is like dur- going on during all this there, the crew is like gathering information. Cause I think, and the scene when Will's about to hop on the air, he has a tabloid there that says my date with Will McAvoy. And he just throws it off the table, which is simplifying Hey, there's bigger things in my stu- than the petty shit in my personal life right now. Um, and another one of my favorite episodes is they when they cover the one about Osama bin Laden being killed. Uh huh. And it's like they're like trying to play it off, like like the, oh, we got top secret news. The president's about to speak on the air, and they're like. And they're, they're like waiting on official confirmation. Mm-hmm. And there's, and they're saying, um, I say, listen, we got word that bin Laden's been killed, but we're waiting on confirmation from the white house. And, and it's just shows like the shenanigans of them waiting mm-hmm. to get confirmation. And, um, <laughs> this is funny. they, because they were having some party beforehand and and there were special brownies there. 
You know what I mean by special brownies, JT. Oh, I know what you mean. And for those of you who are at home or are young enough to not realize that, uh, we're not going to tell you, but that's okay. <laughs> Ask your parents. Talk, talk to your parents about brownies. Go to If you're under... 16 go ask your parents might be 15 nowadays my friend but that's okay, okay. if you're under 15 go <laughs> ask your right. parents about special about brownies but um he had a few and and on the you know it's just so funny seeing him in that state and and also there's also a scene when um some of the members of the news crew of the news team are on um are on a flight coming back from the White House correspondence dinner. And this scene, which is probably my favorite scene in the series. Okay, sorry if I'm being too long-winded here, but um No, you're good. Just just you're good. They're getting a um whatchamacall? They're getting um everybody on the plane's like, uh, I hear the president's supposed to be speaking tonight, going, Oh my god, what's going on? They don't know what's going on yet. And and they're all freaking out and one of the cat and one of the news crew members stands up and goes okay guys listen there hasn't been a terrorist because oh my god has there been a terrorist attack and they go there's not been a terrorist attack none of your friends and family are in danger the president will be speaking tonight and and then um and then the flight and then like the head flight attendant goes don't take over the cockpit and going Listen, they're scared. I'm just trying to calm their vehicle. Don't take over the cockpit. And he goes, you talk again, I'm having you arrested. And she goes, listen, he goes, no, I'm getting the captain. He goes, yeah, get him out here. And the captain comes down. He's like ready to be Mr. Tough Guy. And he goes, and he's looking at them. And they're like, sir, is there a problem going? Captain, my name is Don Kiefer. I work for Atlas Cable News. And so do those guys. I want to tell, I want you, your, your, I don't know, assistant and your flight attendant, crazy lady, to know that our armed forces have just killed Osama bin Laden for you tonight. And the president's cool. going on to report the news. Wow. He's like, seriously? He's like, yes, sir. And like, you can, and then like back in Will's problem, he's happy because he had the special brownies. Because, you know, kids, brownies make you happy, right? Right, JT? Brownies make you happy. Oh, it, Who doesn't like brownies? I love brownies. Brownies, brownies are, are delicious. Brownies yeah. are absolutely delicious, and brownies made you happy. And he's yes, they are. And he's like right there. He's he's just and and Mac goes to goes to the boss, who's played by Sam Watterson. Uh huh. Charlie, when can we go on? Say, we haven't gotten confirmation yet from the White House. And then goes, well, look at your phone, please. Your phone. And go, oh, guess what? I just got an email. And, and then, and then McKen, and then Mac looks and goes, OBL confirmed, knock him dead. And Sam, and Sam Watterson's character goes, who was it? Who, who sent it to you? Joe Biden, then Vice President, now President Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and he goes, Ed Wills go, well, Charlie, funny story about how Sam and I know each other, about how Joe and I know each other. He goes, what the hell are you waiting 
before get your ass on the air oh god <laughs> and it's and there's and like when they're prepping like there's like a humorous moment when he has two papers when it says osama bad obama good you go, oh, okay good good thinking and then like when they're ready to go on the air like the crew members are putting on fdny hats and and they're standing up and he goes good evening i'm will mcavoy Tonight, for the first time in 30 years, the world has no long has no reason to fear Osama bin Laden. And 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 he's like giving this speech and saying about that America's after our darkest hour, we always prevail. And now here's the president of the United States. And it just ends with Obama giving his speech about Osama about them taking out bin Laden. Yeah. And it's just ends so perfectly. And it's just that episode is probably my favorite episode of the series because it balances both humor and seriousness and yeah and just the other cast like sam watterson i forgot the rest of the cast members they are so good at their role and it just and you would think this would be like a parody of a newsroom but no this is what an actual newsroom is like. Dan Rather has even praised the show and said, veteran journalist Dan Rather, for those who are too young, um, and said, this is what it's like being in a newsroom. Um, And the thing is, like, okay, the second season I wasn't too big crazy on because they kind of tried to put an inner, tried to put a story in there which I wasn't too crazy about, but I didn't think it was bad. Right. And the third season, oh, it was only five episodes. And what's so sad is you had a good, smart show here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it ended at, they could have, what they could have gone so much more with this show. They could have done so. I think my the saddest thing about the show ending after three seasons is they could have done so much more. They, so, you're, so you're saying that the possibilities were endless in a sense, like with absolutely. The, with the, gotcha. Okay. Like the show could it could have they could have picture if they did a whole episode did a whole season about the events of 2020. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be a that'd, grand, be, that'd be awesome. It'd be not what happened in 2020 was awesome. Just. Yeah, possibilities would have been fantastic. Like absolutely, this show just ended way too quickly. They, you know, because people don't like shows that are smart and thought provoking, and they rather go watch the Kardashians. (laughs) This show should have. God, I'm sorry. I'm just so sad that this show it could have went so much. They. Like you're, you, I, I, you're definitely sharing your passion for the newsroom. <laughs> yes, I, I am, I am. Yeah, I am actually. Um, I actually think oh, they they could have went so much more because I remember when I was in college. Before I move on to the next one, um, when I was in this is right after I transferred to my four year school. Yeah. I remember I had a professor and we and the newsroom came up in a way. And I said, wait, you watch the newsroom? He's like, yeah, it was one of my favorites. I go, oh, my God, me too. And then I said, damn, I wish this show would have went just a little more. Like, I know. Like, and this was around the time when the 
2016 presidential primaries were starting. Oh, I see. They could have, like when Trump announced, going, they could have done so much with that. Right. And, and just, oh my God, like this is one of these shows that, listen, I could sit here and talk for hours about it because it was such a good show. I think it ended just so, I think it just really ended in a, it just ended too soon. Mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin could have went on and did more like, I don't know if HBO said, you know what, we got to get rid of it or because Will, um, Jack Daniels actually won an Emmy for this show. Oh, wow. So I don't know, maybe the network said, you know what, we got to ax it. Or maybe Aaron Sorkin was like, you know what, we've done enough. Time to call it quits. But you didn't do enough, Aaron. You should have done so much more. You could have done so much more. You know what, JT, I want you to do me a favor. At Aaron Sorkin on Twitter right now. I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this. Hey, we we at Anna Kendrick one time. We did, actually. That's true. Okay, at Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, I have a message for you. Uh, I got to find his Twitter first. Hold on. Aaron Sorkin. Did you find him? Uh, I'm looking for it. Hold on. Okay, let me find it. It's okay. I got it. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet him after the show. Okay. But anyway, here is my message for Aaron Sorkin. You better be listening here, Aaron. Take notes. Aaron Sorkin, please bring back the newsroom. Bring it back, please. That show, what was that? You could send fan mail, please. (laughs) That show was smart. It was brilliant. The drama was fantastic. And listen, I just want to know, why did you end it? Was it the network? Was it your own personal decision? Please, at BillMurph27, that's my tweet Twitter handle. Please, I'd love to talk to you. Aaron Sorkin, please tell me what. Please bring back the newsroom. And one last thing, then I'll move on. I'm sorry, I keep saying one last thing. It's like, after The Sopranos ended, my parents actually canceled HBO. And then they renewed their subscription because of Boardwalk Empire, which you've heard me talk about overrated shows. Um, And then I got into the newsroom. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch like movies on HBO. But then I remember when I started community college, people were telling me, hey, have you heard of the show, The Newsroom? It's really good. I'm like, okay. And then I just fell in love with it. So Aaron Sorkin, I'm calling you out, buddy. Bring back the newsroom. Bring it I'm back. I'm here. Or explain to us why did you end it so – why did you end it? Aaron Sorkin, we're coming for you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We don't want to hurt him. No, 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 of course not. Would like either you're bringing it back or tell me why it, it ended. That's all I want to know. Gotcha. I'm – I just want to say to our fans, don't harass Aaron Sorkin on Twitter. Don't send him, don't send him threatening messages. Don't harass him or his family. I just would like to know why was the newsroom canceled after three seasons? And I want you to bring it back. All right, Sorkin, the ball's in your court, my friend.
at me. I'm waiting for you. I I await your reply. Yeah, I had Super Busha. The reason why I did it was because. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, um, okay. What's your, you, you have one more, right? I have one more. Um, All right, talk to me. Okay, it's a show I maybe need to watch a little bit more of, even though I think it's a little weird. It's called Peaky Blinders. Peaky? What is it? Peaky what? Peaky Blinders. On HBO, okay. No, no, it's on. I don't. It's on Netflix. Um, oh, hold on. Sorry. I got to watch more of it, but it seems interesting. I've watched a few episodes. It's about a... Um, I see. Okay. Hold on one sec. It's about an English gang in the in the 19th century in um in england okay called peaky blinders and they're also gypsies it's complicated to explain but yeah it's basically boardwalk empire sentence in like 19th century i mean 19 something england by the order of peaky fucking blinders uh bill chatboard oh god who is it brownies thanks matt oh which one am i looking at okay um we have someone in the chat board hello vincent vincent how are you welcome to the show and um we also got heidi guys welcome please tell us what shows you think are underrated and welcome hope you can watch wait who's italian vincent yeah if you could tell us who's italian that'd be great you know jt you're half italian right oh, i am Oh, hey, Vincent, welcome to the show. I'm 18 years old from Miami, Florida. Hey, oh, welcome cool. to the show. Oh, cool. Thanks for finding us. Hit that subscribe button if you want to see this every week uh, around uh, on Wednesday nights. So we we usually to... do this Wednesdays. Uh, we're doing it Thursday this week because we just had some things. Yeah, We, we typically do it from um, uh, Wednesday nights uh, at around f- uh, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. We've been uh, doing it later, yes. though, recently. Yeah, well. Then next week will probably be later. But yeah, anyways, if you're if you like what you see here, subscribe to this channel. Yeah. Um, so guys, tell us your underrated shows too. Yep. All right. So you, Bill, you oh, were wait, talking. We about- okay. Um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get the um. Okay, Matt, we're we're gonna address yours a little later because I want to get through this, and JT wants to get through his list. Um. Yeah, but Peaky Blinders, they like deal with like communists. They deal with the IRA. Like one of my favorite scenes from the show is they have these guys from the IRA, Irish Republicans Army. Yeah. And Cillian Murphy, who's the head of Peaky Blinders, Cillian Murphy, who you may, okay, one, no relation to me. No relation to me, folks. Um, but you remember may remember him as Scarecrow from Batman Begins. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, but there's a scene when they're um, what's saying when he goes when he's talking to the IRA guys, he's like, "Oh no, whose authority?" He goes, "The people of Ireland." And he goes, "The Irish Republican Army." And then he goes, and then Cillian Murphy's just standing there looking at him, and he's like, "You think we're jokers?" And he goes, "Am I laughing?" And then the guy just starts going. Oh, Father, why are you so sad on this bright Easter morn? And the other guy's like, shut up. We're trying to do business here. When Irishmen are proud and glad of the land where they were born. Shut the fuck up. Oh, God. Son, I won't do the rest of this one. And then, and then he goes, bravo. And then Silly Murphy goes, bravo. 
and then he tosses them out. But um, yeah, like I said, I I think I gotta watch more of the show. But there was this one episode when there was when they're like having this big fight. He goes, we're just here to make friends. Oh boy. Like, <laughs> okay, you're you're here with weapons and you want to make friends. Okay, that's not the way to make friends, isn't it, JT? No, I would not say it's so. It's not really the best way to make friends. No, not the way to sir. make enemies, but that's not a way to make maybe acquaintances. It's a good way to make acquaintances. I would definitely say so. But maybe not the best way to make friends. We're here to make friends. We have our weapons. I'm like, not the way to make friends, guys. But yeah, like I said, I haven't watched a lot of it, but I think I, because at first I watched a few minutes of him, like, uh, I'm thinking, because my dad was watching it, and I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I should give this show another chance. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So maybe that's what I'll do because it's basically, and you know, I think it has like a cult fan base, but it's yeah. Okay, yeah. so is that your li- over to you, my friend. Is that your list? God, I could think of other shit. Uh, I I came up with five because like okay. I, I'm not gonna go crazy because I was thinking about this as you're talking and as other people were talking. Um, about uh, other stuff in the chat board and, and whatnot. Oh, sh- shoot. Um, yeah, don't worry go. about it. Um, with, um, with Vincent. Oh, God. Vincent, that's horrible. But please, please, dude, stay safe. Stay safe, buddy. Yeah, stay seriously, safe. be careful, right? Um, um, be careful. Stay, stay safe. To bring that to our attention. Hopefully everything, everything's okay. Um, we, we, we hope you're all right. Um. Hopefully, if you're a little shaken up, hopefully we're providing you with a little distraction. Definitely. Um, um, yeah, you know what? You go on. I'm going to try to think of some more while you go on. Bill, why don't you talk on the chat board for me, if that's okay? Yeah, I can look at the chat board. Because I was doing that while you're going. I will do it. Well, and you do while I'm going. All right, man. All right. all right. Sounds good. So, All right. Here you go. So this is the deal. I'm going to start with two cartoons that I think are very highly underrated highly underrated shows uh and the first the first cartoon i'm going to start with hold on um here we go the first one i'm going to start with is iron man armored adventures never heard of it okay here's the dealio home slices um this show hit me at a very young age now i, I know bill you, know, you and i last week talked about like um uh, hold on one sec. Sorry, everyone. Um, basically, so here's the deal. Um, this show to me, it was I thought was, uh, it only lasted two seasons. It was kind of a kid show, but at the same time, it was really a. Gr- I thought it was great to be honest with you. And like I said, it only lasted two seasons, but it was just only like. I thought the show was fantastic. And though the, yes, Tony Stark was a teenager. Um, yes, Pepper was a they're in high school, you know, like I I thought the show was absolutely absolutely fantastic to be completely honest. And the the suits were cool. The second season I thought was excellent. They had like all these different stuff in there. Like all these different elements like Iron Man 2099 showed up. Um and he's basically he was like sacrificing himself. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in this show that only lasted two seasons, and his technology was great too. Um, the different suits, as I said, uh, the different characters. This is towards the season finale, uh, series finale, I should say, which they call they called it a series, a season finale, even though it was the end of the show. This was the end of the show. Iron Man Rescue, 
War Machine, Nick Fury, Hawkeye, Black Panther, Black Widow, and Hulk, kind of like the Avengers 2012, uh, team up in a sense to save New York City from this um, uh, Mandarin-esque attack from New- from uh, the- from like um, outer space. I thought it was a great sh- cartoon. To be and if-, if you're looking for a really cool like, cartoon to watch, to be honest with you, I do recommend Iron Man Armored Adventures. Um, this show I thought was, like I said, I thought it was great. And I, I still, yes, I have the DVD copy of both seasons. I know I'm super nerdy, whatever. But uh, hey, things happen. So I like this show a lot. The second cartoon I'm going to talk to you guys about is Dan, not Danny DeVito. <laughs> is Danny Phantom. Yes, Butch Hartman. Butch Hartman. I was going to put Fairly Odd Parents, but I was like, no, I'm not going to put. And uh, in, in anything, I would say Fairly Odd Parents is basically on the cusp of perfectly rated and overrated. I would definitely say so with that. This cartoon, man, I got to say, this cartoon was freaking amazing for a kid show. It was kind of a Ghostbusters ripoff, but the fan art is still there. Like, a lot of people are like, a lot of people really still like this show. It lasted three seasons on Nicktoons or Nickelodeon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, there were so many great, like, it was kind of like Butch Hartman's like own creation. There was talk of a comeback sh- show of it. Um, I, th- I thought it got overlooked a lot. For, I mean, some people, like only the hardcore like nerd ones are like, a lot of the nerds are like, oh my God, this show was my job. I'm like, I completely agree. The show is great. Um, I actually ate it up when it was on TV, actually, when, back in 2004 through seven. Oh, I love that show. It was a great show. I mean, it was a great cartoon. Um, it kind of reminded me. Uh, and also, there's a lot of fan theories about it still. Like, about like, oh, what would happen if like, this is, I think this was the, ser- the series finale. This was the series finale of the show, right? Uh, Phantom Planet. Um, that, that, that was a great ending to a great, what a great ending. I remember when it first aired. On Nicktoons or Nickelodeon, whatever it was great. I actually, this is a highly underappreciated show, in my opinion. It's like really, I thought it was great. And because, yeah, it's about a 14 year old kid, he turns into a ghost, he starts to, it's literally a Ghostbusters ripoff with another with a kid, but I thought it was great. Anyways, all right, now we're gonna get into why I have one super heroic live action TV show and two really, really, really great shows. But here we go. So, anyways, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to waste anyone's time here tonight. So, um, Bill, tell me if you've heard of this. Have you heard of The Greatest American Hero? I've not. Ah, see, look, we're two for two here. We swiped right, my friend. Um, Bill, this is a, Bill and I swiped right because we both uh, had a, we're sharing a show that we both have never, I've seen it, but he hasn't, and he told me newsroom, and I've never heard of it. So tonight I'm going to be talking a little bit more than Danny Phantom and Iron Man Armored Adventures about the greatest American hero. This show was a live action TV show in the 80s. Um, it unfortunately lasted two seasons. I don't know why it couldn't last like by three or four because it was, it was low budget enough where they could make it. And it was highly successful to be honest. And it's still like pretty well amongst like the, pop culture-esque culture, uh, it's still a very well-known show. Um, there, there was talk of a movie, a rebooted movie for a franchise, because the story of the show is that it's about a, te- a, a high school teacher who is granted the ability with this super suit by aliens, but he lost the instruction manual. I mean, how f- it's actually, it was, bit com- it was very comedic, too. Um, the guy, the, the show on? 
This show aired in 1982. So I, 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 I don't know if you would see it on reruns or not, but it was a really like funny show. The woman, the girl here was his love interest. Uh, the CIA agent. Uh, they were going to reboot it at one point on ABC. There's been talk about re- re- revitalizing the property and hopefully they bring it back. I thought it was, I actually have seen the, 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 both seasons on DVD and on reruns as well. It was a great show. Um, and it's highly underrated, highly underappreciated. And I think that this show deserves a remake or a reboot or whatever capacity they're talking about. And I'm like, how cool would this look today? That would look sick today. And then apparently there's comic book or whatever, like comic book run of it. Um, that someone got the property. Like this is it's it's, it's and the iconic suit is so it's a really great costume to be honest. Like the design of it's pretty simplistic, but it's really good. Uh, I do have to say I really like this show a lot, and I think if you've never heard of the greatest American hero, yeah, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not, but you might want to get on the bandwagon of dare I say it, buying a DVD copy or somehow finding a way to stream it. Um, I do recommend it though. It is a very funny show because it's about a high school teacher, as I said, who gets the ability to have a super suit, but he lost the instruction manual. Come on, <laughs> why not? You know? it's pretty clever. It's a good uh, good premise. All right, so anyways. I, greatest American Hero, I highly recommend it for those of you who have never heard of it or seen it. Um, I do recommend it a lot. All right, anyways, let's get to it. The West Wing. This I know Bill has something to say about this. I'm going to let him chime in in a second. Confession, I have not seen all of The West Wing, but when it was on TV in like 99, 97, whatever, it was a brilliant drama. Martin Sheen and Rob Lowe like, holy crap, this show was amazingly groundbreaking. I thought, look, it hit me at a young age, too. I watched it until, like, literally from 99 to 2006. Look at that, on NBC. It was such a great, great show. It was a drama, yeah, but, like, come on. How could you not love The West Wing? Phil, do you have any comments for The West Wing before I go on? Uh, yeah, I, re- I, I actually just watched it about a year or so ago. I watched the whole thing when it was on Netflix. Now it's on HBO Max, but yeah, I watched. I've seen every episode. Um, oh yeah, okay. I don't know if I would call it underrated, but maybe nowadays, maybe. But I mean, because I mean, most political shows now. I don't want to say political, but like some shows today are like. I mean, I mean, I, I, in my eyes, it's underappreciated. Maybe not underrated, but it's underappreciated, in my opinion. But I think this maybe set the stage for shows like House of Cards and Scandal. Oh, absolutely! I think it definitely. I would say it never, set the stage because I, I think without the West Wing, there'd be no House of Cards. I completely agree with that. Um, Matt Hamilton says, "Aaron Sorkin, I'm waiting." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to remind Aaron Sorkin that he that he that I'm waiting. But anyway, yeah, no, I really like the show. I'm, I thought Paul it was Martin great. Jean, um, Rob Lowe. Um, I think my, I think my personal favorite. So I love Bradley Whitford. Yeah, go on. Um, I really like Richard Schiff in it. Um, yeah, but I think it's just a really good show. Um, yeah, I, 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 I will go. I won't say it's underrated. I mean, even though this show is called underrated TV shows, I think it's underappreciated for what it is. Okay, that's fair enough. I think I'll, I'll probably. Give it Okay, you know what? I think it's probably on the cusp between underrated and perfectly rated. I would say I would, I would definitely agree with it's on the it's on, on the cusp there for sure. It's on uh, the cusp between underrated and perfectly rated. Yeah, for sure. I think, like I said, I really do think it's 
I think it's underappreciated heavily because it's like I remember being on TV and I was like, wow, this is really good stuff. Like, uh, I remember there was one episode. It was like during the second election of Martin Sheen's character and um, Bradley Whitford's character is going to the polls to vote and he comes back and they're asking like, and people like asking him going, wait, I voted for the president of both the Democratic and the statehood party. He goes, you got to vote for one or the other, but I'm pro statehood. Well, your vote's not going to count. And then they like uh-huh. asking him all these questions. Going, We're going to lose in the biggest landslide in history because people don't know how to fill out the freaking ballots. And then, mm-hmm. and then they're like asking him stupid quick, one party, one vote. And then somebody goes, um, Josh, I have a message for you from Tony Ziegler. I have a message from Tony Ziegler, Richard Schiff's character. 10 bucks. I'm like, wait, what? Going, And then they're looking at him and goes, what are you guys, like some sort of theater troupe? He's like, yes, we are. Do you want our card? Like, no, we don't want, I don't want your card going. Yeah, Tony Ziegler thought to kind of make you laugh a little bit because he knows how stressed you get during elections. Yeah. So I was, yeah, but the drama, I'm sorry I'm taking over. I know it's your show, but (laughs) go ahead. Perfect episode is the the second season finale. It's called okay. Two Cathedrals. Okay. Um, what happens is um, in the episode prior, um, Martin Sheen's assistant in the show is killed in a car accident. Okay. And they're at the um, and they're go- and he's and he's at the funeral, and then. After the funeral, he asks everyone to leave, and he's in this cathedral, and he's just screaming to God. He's like, was this enough for you? You sick son of a bitch. And then he's like, and he actually curses at God in Latin. Oh, wow. Because fun fact, that show was in Latin. They, They actually made that in Latin to get past the censors. I didn't know that. That's really clever, actually. Um, yeah, they. It was actually their clever little way of getting past the censors. Wow, that's that's pretty, that's pretty smart on NBC's and, part. And then he walks out, and he's like debating whether if he's going to run again for president, and because he kind of lied to the country about him not having MS, which he did, and he's under investigation now, and he's going to announce that he's not going to run. And then the ghost of that woman. And then the ghost of that woman comes back and goes, he goes, I lost their trust. He goes, you'll gain it back and say, listen, if you want to run, because if you don't want to run because you feel it's up, then fine. But if you're going to, but is, is, is it because of my death? I don't feel sorry for you. And then when Sheen's character is going to the podium mm-hmm. to make an announcement and they're playing the Dire Straits song, Brothers in Arms. And you could just see, cause it's pouring rain outside and he just looks down on his luck. Mm-hmm. And then they ask him, Mr. President, are you gonna run again? And then the episode just ends. Oh, wow. like, I think that is like, a perfect season finale right there that actually that that's i you know i would definitely say that is a good season a great season season finale excuse me yeah season two and Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and I will say, West Wing, I think, um, you know how some shows go on too long and some shows... Let me guess. This one, this one ended perfectly? I think it ended fine. Okay. Like, there was actually talks that they were going to reboot it. Really? Yeah. What was that? They actually recently did an election special, but I, I didn't watch it. I didn't have the chance to watch it. Um, okay. But there was talks that they were actually going to reboot it, but thinking about it, they were saying, you know what? Is there really a point in... Is there really a point in bringing it back? Mm-hmm. Because some characters, and I don't mean this to be an asshole, some characters have basically outlived their usefulness. I could see that. Because, like, listen, as much as I love Bradley Whitford's character, what can you use him for now? Yeah, right, right, right. As much as I love Allison Jammy, what can you use her for now? Like, Basically, a, a lot of these characters have Richard Schiff. What can you use him for? Right. A lot of these characters have basically outlived their usefulness, and I think West Wing ended perfectly when it did. So good comment. <laughs> what'd you say? I said good comment. Good so, point. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, I wouldn't necessarily say underrated. I would say maybe on the cusp between underrated and perfectly rated. I think it's I, I, like I, said, I, I going back to what I said. I don't think it's underrated now that I think about it, but I think it's more underappreciated for what it was. If you know what I mean by that. Yeah, and I think this was one of the shows that got Aaron Sorkin big. Oh, absolutely. I think I think you could definitely feel his touch on it. So, um, hey, Matt Hemsley, just a lot of. A lot of political science majors are obsessed with it. I was a political science minor and I was obsessed with it. Um, I've heard people who entered politics because they were inspired by the West Wing. Oh, that's interesting. I never knew that. Thank you for sharing that with us, Matt. Um, But yeah, I think it's, to me, I think it's perfectly rated, maybe on the cusp of being underrated because it's kind of been slightly forgotten about. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say. Yeah, on the cusp, but it leans more towards perfectly rated. But that's just my opinion. Okay, no, I I agree. Um, I see where you're coming from. Are you ready? Yeah, let's move on. And Aaron Sorkin, I'm waiting. <laughs> He's waiting. Waiting. Everybody loves Raymond. I don't love Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to tell you the truth, and I I I will go. I, I will go so far as say this show is underrated and underappreciated by um a big milestone because hear me out for a second i listen i have a life outside of the super review show i do or does he i do watch tv from time to time and i I catch reruns of this show a lot on tv land or on cozy tv one of those channels right the comedy of ray romano stands up so much it holds up it holds up so well, to be completely honest with you. This show has like a 7 out of 10 on IMDb user ratings. But in my humble opinion, it's very underrated and underappreciated. For the comedic genius of Ray Romano and the whole cast of, what's his face, of uh, Robert, his wife, uh, who was played by Patricia Heaton, who was great. The, there were so many great, and uh, obviously, how could we forget what's his face? Um, Frank Poole 
who played the the, the grandfather or the father, and uh, Doris Roberts who played Marie. Like, come on, this show is unbelievably underrated in my opinion. Because yes, it had an audience, yes, it had viewers, but at the same time, not if you think of like the big, if you think of the all time great TV show sitcoms, you think of Seinfeld, you think of Friends. If you want to go as far as to say, you can think of Frasier, you think of Cheers. This one is kind of at the bottom of the list for a lot of people. And I think it should be higher, to be completely honest. The underappreciated and underrated are the two best words to describe the show for me. Because I, what, Alice, I, I was alive when it was on. I was very young. But like I saw, I didn't see it, it was on TV. But when it, when the reruns of it are just so funny. There is so much great humor in this show. Listen, Bill, but just letting you know, out of all the shows I'm meant to talk about today, this is probably the one I was the most interested in talking about. Because this one, to me, is hysterical. Like, it, it, it's it's just, it's great comedy about a family in the suburbs of, of Lindbrook, New York, and how him and his, Ray and his family interact how they hang out, and it's a really, I think it's underrated by far. Bill, I'm sure you're itching to tell me something. Uh, yeah, I've never really sat down. I've watched a few episodes here and there. It's, I wouldn't yeah. really say it's one of my favorites, but yeah. what I see, it's funny. Some of it's funny. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't mean to call you out, but that's like, that's what you're one of the people, you're the type of person who I think would really like the show, um, more if you watch, like, I forget watching it in seasonal order. Just want, go on TV land, though. They broadcast like every episode ever. Uh, if you just catch like a, 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 just one episode of like the arguments between Ray and his wife and Robert and the uh, Fra- Frank Doyle, I think it's Frank, Frank Doyle, not Poole, Frank Doyle's his name. Uh, this guy right here, uh, and Doris Roberts. I think it's a ve- I, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you have never seen any episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, I highly recommend it. It's a very funny, timeless keyword there. Timeless show. So, Bill, any other comments for anybody? But well, I can go on. Like you, you can go on about newsroom. I can go on about this. If you want to go on, go on. But um, no, I, I've. Uh, how long are we gonna be here for? I mean, well, we've been going for over an hour. Just saying. Um, this won't be another three-hour show, folks. I promise. Uh, maybe next week. It will. Who knows? Uh, yeah, you get all of us together. It's nothing but trouble. But anyway, I'm. Overrated, um, over, especially discussion. when you get Hemsley involved. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'm yeah. get mad. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're gonna have a great. We're, we're gonna have a great time next week, guys. When you get when you get Justin, and especially when you and Alex and Eric, and when you get Hemsley involved, trouble starts. Oh, he's nah, calling Matt, out. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. Um, um I just and I think like you're, and you're, I, you're I, probably the Matt. You're probably the. You're probably the most normal out of all of us. So, <laughs> um, that with a badge of honor. Um, oh anyway, um, so like I said, I think that honestly, I think that the show is highly underappreciated and under underrated. I think that kid, that Ray Romano's comedy writing is superb. Uh, to be completely honest with you, and I think that he has. This, this this is one of those timeless shows. You could just watch it. I, I, I could watch it when I'm 50 years old, and I could say I can remember watching it when I was younger. Like, and I, I think I could. Um, I really I really do believe that. that. That's the beauty of sitcoms to some extent, or, or really good television or really good anything will stand the test of time. Really good some songs. Of them, some of them are dated. Though. Some sitcoms can be dated, though. 
Yeah, oh yeah, like I love Lucy. Yeah, I think it's more because it's more for like the legacy status, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like there's certain episodes where she's like stomping on the grapes and stuff like that. That's not not many people do that today, but yeah. So, but anyway, you know what? Um, you know, um, and I hate to bring back control for a sec, but when you were saying I'm um, listing off shows like Seinfeld and Friends, you Cheers, know, what? Frazier. Cheers. I think Frazier's actually pretty underrated. Do you want to add that to your list? Yeah, sure. All right, it's um, Bill's turn. And like I said, everybody loves Raymond. Um, wait, did you have more to go on your list? Or that, Those were my five. Yeah, but those I, were my five. Frazier is pretty underrated, in all honesty. I've only I've seen episodes here and there. I think, I think it's one of those shows that is sort of stuffy, but it tries not to be stuffy, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Now, Bill, you're going to kill me. I have never seen Frasier. You've never watched Frasier? No. And I, I know this is the part where I get the shame called, but like. Oh, everyone. <laughs> shame. 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 Uh, however, it, I, I know that it's the show. It is the show that, uh, technically speaking, Seinfeld launched in a sense. It was not a Seinfeld spinoff, but it was like, it's like, you know, it had the, the, what, the, the, girl, the girl, Jerry dated a girl who became one of the main cast members. I forget her name, but. Um, you know, the virgin from Seinfeld, she became one of the cast members of Frasier. No, Frasier's not a um Seinfeld spinoff. No, I know it's not, but I'm saying that there's a cast member. I don't, I don't know her name. Like Frasier um, is actually a spinoff of Cheers. I oh no, I know, I know, I know that, but I'm saying there's a there's a cast member here who, um, I forget her name. Jane leaves. She was a girlfriend of Jerry's on Seinfeld. It's funny how like they're all intertwined in a sense, you know. Uh, like, like with Seinfeld connecting to uh, that could be a whole nother, that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, because the grammar is Fraser. I, I don't. It's not in the same universe, though. No, it's not in the same timeline or anything. It's not so. the Seinfeld cinematic universe. That's Seinfeld cinematic universe crossover between Seinfeld, Fraser, Cheers, and everybody loves Raymond all in one. Yeah, hey, hear those blues are calling, soft salad and scrambled eggs. Oh my god. Um, but no, I think it's just like the perfect show that's highbrow, but not too highbrow. Uh-huh. It's not like those, yeah, yeah, so sophisticated. He made a joke in Latin. Yeah, yeah, so sophisticated. No, but I really do like Frasier. I think it is. And John Mulaney, may he rest in peace. Um, but I... Yeah. And plus, out of, like, out of the main five we just mentioned, Seinfeld, Friends... Frasers, uh, Fraser, Cheers, and Everybody Loves Raymond. I think this might be the most out of the big three on NBC at the time. This might be the most, the least talked about of that run of those three in the nineties, like Seinfeld. Well, that was the show. That was one of Kelsey Grammer's big. Oh yeah. He later became an asshole, but of course. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this is one of the most because you know. Everybody knows Seinfeld. Unfortunately, everybody knows Friends. Exactly. If you want to go watch what we have to say about Friends, go watch what we when we did our most overrated TV shows. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is your weekly reminder that Friends is overrated. Um, yes, sir. The fan base is, too. Yeah, come at us. Yeah, fight us, Internet. <laughs> but any... But anyway... um. Huh. 
I don't think I have anything else. I think I think we did well, there's one show on CBS that I think is sort of underrated. Which one? It's called The Neighborhood. You want to talk about you do it's your call. You want to talk about it or no? I'll talk about it a little bit. The neighborhood. Not the band, sorry. The uh, band. The band. All right. The show's oh, oh about this show. Yeah. This okay. show does stars Cedric the Entertainer, and I don't remember what the other guy's name is. Um it's about a white family who moves into a predominantly black neighborhood. Like, I like the show. My only thing is sometimes I wish it was like a little more social commentary, but all the rest, I think it's funny. And would you say it's underrated? Yeah, I think it is kind of underrated or I'm just slowly just running out of steam right now. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I just don't think it gets enough credit. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm done. You, you have any more to say? I, 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 I'm good. I mean, I, I, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say one, but like, I'm not gonna bother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought about it more. I was going to say the X Files is underappreciated, but then again, it's one of the most critically critically acclaimed and most praised shows ever. So I'm not going to say it. Yeah, like, and I'm not going to get into this because the fan base is going to kill me. But you know what show I think is underrated? What? And the fan base is going to hurt me for this one. I think the Cleveland show is kind of underrated. Uh, okay, I'm there. I know the Family Guy fanboys hate that. Like, yeah. I don't think it's perfect, but, you know, I think it was interesting to give Cleveland a character less thought about a show. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for that. I mean, I mean, I, whenever I see one of those, like, Family Guy, Cleveland show, American Dad, I see one, I, they, all, they all look the same because it's the same kind of, like, drawing and stuff, the same kind of animation. You know. Uh, are we good? Did we, did we touch on everything? I think we did touch on everything. I definitely think we did. Well, I want to thank everyone for watching tonight. For all of you who joined us, I hope you have a great rest of your night. I hope you have a great, wonderful week. You will be back next Wednesday this time uh, talking about underrated films. Not underrated TV shows, but underrated films. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversation there. In fact, yeah, we may have Matt Hemsley back. I, I've, had, I've, had, I've, back. Had, I've had requests to be on. I've had requests for people to be on the show. This is like our most requested so we'll see exactly who we'll have next week for sure when the time comes. But I will let you guys know that right now we're probably going to have at least five or six people again. I'm talking about our underrated movies that we think are underrated. Batman and Robin. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that might start problems. I, I'm just kidding. You know that. And I just have one more thing to say. Yes, Bill. Go ahead. Finish it up. Aaron Sorkin. I'm waiting. Oh my God. <laughs> I want that answer, please. Aaron Sorkin, if you're watching this, please tweet us at Super Review Show to get Bill's answer back. <laughs> oh, you know what? He's going to be tweeting me. He's probably going to be tweeting me a restraining order. <laughs> okay. Not a restraining order from Anna Kendrick, but a restraining order from Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, well, oh, guys, God. guess what? I didn't get a restraining order from Anna Kendrick, but I got a restraining order from Aaron Sorkin. Which one do you think is worse? Oh, boy. Yeah. Which would be the worst to get a restraining order from? Anna Kendrick or Aaron Sorkin? Anna Kendrick, dude. Yes. Yes. That's By the story. way, Anna, call me. Um, oh, oh, Bill, I just want to do a quick plug for our Super Review Show store. You can check that out on the channel. Buy sweatshirts, sweatpants, mugs, you name it. We have a Super Review Show store. It's in the link for this video. You can check it out on your own. Um, By and the way, Bill, 
Also, the shirt with our favorite slogans on it is in there. Oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, we want to say it together. Let's do it. One, two, three. Thanks, COVID. There's a shirt that now says, thanks, COVID, in the Super Show store. And any possible sales of it goes directly to Bill um, and his, his pocket, his money. Um, I just want the you guys help know the Bill Foundation. Oh, the Bill. Oh, I thought we were going to have, have plug Sports Insanity's podcast, you know? And also, yes, yeah, Sports Insanity podcast. Check us out. We are on all platforms. Check us out. We're awesome. They are awesome. And uh, yeah, but and you, and you can find me simply here at uh, the Superview Show's YouTube channel. And hopefully, you guys have a good rest of your night, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next week for our overrated, excuse me, underrated, underrated, underrated movie discussion. See you.